Hey, podcast listeners, hope you're doing well, and I hope you are winning contracts. Before we get into today's episode, I want to take a minute to share something with you that's working for our clients. Our federal access knowledge base is helping companies win contracts every single day. I regularly get emails from members thanking us and saying things like, hey, I just won a $2 million contract. Many of you have seen a video that Chris Danback shot for us at GovCon. Chris won two contracts totaling $30 million. One of our members emailed me this morning and said, the turning point that opened my eyes was using federal access to establish a professional and systematic business development and RFP process. I've now won two contracts worth $480,000. Federal access is helping a lot of companies win. It can help you too. So here's the deal. I have a special offer for you. Visit federal-access.com forward slash game changers today and get started for just $29. You're going to get access Access to a digital copy of the government sales manual, over 70 strategy videos, more than 30 webinars, 300 documents and templates, and one of my favorite pieces is SME support. So when you run into any issue, any challenge at all, you can email me directly for help. So go check out the special offer today at federal-access.com forward slash game changers. The link is in the description below the podcast. So go check that out today, federal-access.com forward slash game changers so you can get started for just $29 today. Now let's hop into this episode. The big question is this, if government contracting is supposed to be so easy, why do so many companies fail to win even a single contract while others dominate the market? That's the question and this podcast will give you the answers. In today's episode, you go one-on-one with best-selling author and master business coach Michael Lejeune to learn exactly how to take your government contracting business to the next level. Hey everybody, I want to talk to you today about what I think is one of the biggest myths about government contracting. I personally think this is actually one of the easier businesses to run on the planet, but the word on the street is that this is hard. The thing that I see in marketing, one of the most common things I see is how hard government sales is. So hard, in fact, that you need a coach or a consultant to do that. And it's it's just not the truth. It's good marketing, but it's not the truth. The truth is that this business isn't very hard. That said, it often requires a mental reset of how you approach business, especially if you're going from being an employee or let's say a service member to now being a business owner, you've got to reset your brain a little bit on how we do things here in government contracting. And the reason for that is a lot of this is very simple. There are some rules and we'll throw out the FAR as the rule book. You know, there's some rules and things that people can't break, things that we need to follow, those kind of things. There's a rule book. You don't have to get too wrapped up in the rule book. You know, doesn't need to be the focus of your existence like it is for a lot of folks, but this isn't that hard. There's a few things that you need to learn how to do, and once you learn how to do those things, it's really about repetition and scale. That's it, repetition and scale. And so let's talk a little bit about some of the fundamentals here. And and I don't care if if you've listened to a hundred podcasts and you've heard some of this before, this is going to be a great refresher for 
anybody. If you've never heard one of these podcasts, this is going to be really great for you too. So when you get into government contracting, one of the core things, one of the basic fundamentals that you need to understand is who buys what you sell. And I can't tell you how often people underestimate this. I talk to clients that have been in government contracting for 20 and 30 years. And when I say who buys what you sell, they'll say, well, this organization and this organization, this organization. And then I'll pull the data and say, well, why aren't you selling to these other three organizations that actually buy more of what you sell than the other ones? Here's why that happens for most people. Most people have some sort of affinity for one group or another. So let's say that you were in the Air Force, you got out of the Air Force in Florida, and you're near one of the Air Force bases. What type of business, or or let me ask this, what client are you most likely to sell to? The Air Force. You're most likely to gravitate towards what you know and say, you know, when I was in the Air Force, I did this type of work, and so now I, I just got out and here are the three bases that I was at over the last five years. Let me target those because maybe I know some people and that sort of thing. It's not a bad strategy. The thing is, it's just based on what you know instead of the data. Because if you go look in, in the SAM data bank, the odds are there are other organizations, not just those bases, maybe even outside of the Air Force that buy what you sell in larger quantity. And you, just because of your familiarization with those bases, zero in on that and that's where you focus the existence of your company. And so 5, 10, 20 years later, you're still focused on just the Air Force, a handful of bases, maybe a few more, and then you're also focused on some opportunities that kind of fell in your lap, kind of these tactical opportunities that turned into your client and you tried to build those and grow those. Nothing wrong with that. But what I'm saying is you still don't necessarily know who buys what you sell at scale. And so There could be a ton of opportunities out there that you have not looked at just because you've never looked at the data. And so step one when you're getting in this business is to look at the data. And in fact, I recommend it a couple of times a year, not every single week, month, quarter, but a couple of times a year to go look at the data, to look at trends and things like that, to see if anything has changed. Because guess what? As administrations change and things like that, budget shift and all that kind of stuff, there could be new buyers buying the stuff that you sell and you want to be aware of that. So step one is being aware of who buys what you sell based on the data, not just based on your affinity for a certain group or anything along those lines. So that's step one. Once you understand that, then you need to start to figure out, well, there's three, four agencies. There's all these organizations and locations and all this stuff. I need to zero it down. Let me focus on my target market. What are the top two or three agencies that I really want to sell to? And you start to kind of niche yourself, not only in your product and service, but also who you're selling to. So, you find out who in the totality of who, so everybody that's selling, then you zero in on the select group you want to focus on. And once you start to select uh, you know, that group, then you can start to focus on how do they buy and all those kind of things. You can start to learn who the contracting officers are and the program managers and the small business offices and the, the competitors and potential teaming partners and all of those different people based on that data. You see, see the the um, 
the common theme there is it's always based on the data. And if you focus things based on the data, it's going to really help you understand how to scale your business because it's often easy to come in and get a few contracts. It's not often easy to figure out how to scale. And it's just because once you get inside the business, it's almost like being inside the forest where you can't see the trees, right? You're inside of it and you can't see what's going on anymore. And when you're inside the business and you're just trying to survive and just trying to grow a little bit, you don't have the strategic focus that you did or at all when you may have started the business. So we've got to zoom back out and get a more strategic focus of what's going on. And then we can start to scale the business up and up. The other thing that I see a lot of times, and this is with companies that are startups. I've seen this in 20 and 50 and $500 million companies where you really have to professionalize yourself. And it's the simple things that we miss. It's your website. Do you have a government landing page? Does it have your capability statement on it where people can download it? Is all your contact information correct? All those little things like that. If you're going places, do you have business cards with your, your correct address and company name and you know Dunn's number and stuff like that that's going to be important to where you're going? Have you sat down and done a value mapping to figure out, hey, what value do we really sell? Based on our past performance, what value do we really sell when we are working with our clients? You know, have you figured that out? Or um, like I said in a previous podcast, are you just talking about that you you were founded in 2001 based on integrity and excellence and you know, top-notch customer service and all that kind of stuff, which isn't value. That's just some of the basic fundamentals. So have you sat down and done that value mapping? That's really, really important because you use the value mapping in your 45-second pitch. You use it in your proposals. You use it in your past performance section in proposals. You use it when you're talking with customers and talking with teaming partners and all these different things. And so if you haven't done the value mapping, that's a challenge for yourself. Another one is pipeline management. Are you actually managing your pipeline with tools? Even if it's an Excel you know, spreadsheet or whatever, are you using tools to manage your pipeline or are you just using your inbox and things like that? Like you've got to be using tools to actually manage your pipeline. Again, there's nothing I've said here, nothing that's hard. It just requires everything effort. And so whether you do this stuff on your own, whether you get a coach, whatever it may be, these are the fundamentals. Who buys what you sell? Zeroing in on a target, professionalizing yourself, getting to know the players at at the contracting level, the program level, the small business office, if you're still small, that sort of thing, managing your pipeline, all of those things. And what a lot of this has to do with is constantly educating yourself, educating yourself on the market, educating yourself on the client, educating yourself on how to do better in the business. What I often you know, call myself when I'm inside a business and it's been around for a few years, I'm like, look, I'm looking at optimizing. I'm an optimizer in this situation. We need to look at, hey, here's your current sales process. Where are the flaws in it? Here's your proposal process. Where are the flaws in it? How can we go from a 15% conversion rate on proposals to a 20%? I don't need to go from 15 
to 30. I just need to go from 15 to 20% and then from 20 to 25% and so on. Where can we optimize the things you're already doing right to tweak them to just make it a little bit better? Because if I can make your sales process better, I can make your pipeline management better. I can make your proposal process better. I can help you communicate your value better. All of those things don't add up. They multiply. They multiply on top of each other so that they, you're getting exponential results out of tweaking different little areas in the business. And so again, I want to stress really, really hard today in this episode, and I'm going to keep this short. This game is not hard. It's not hard. Once you do a handful of these things right, you just keep doing them over and over and over and over again. And one of the things you didn't hear me say is constantly being in the the SAM database, looking at new opportunities. You know why I didn't say that? Because once you get in this and you start rolling, you understand you're probably only going to look at at the SAM database once a week. You're going to check for new opportunities and things like that about once a week. But you also understand once you get in this business and you've been around a while, a lot of opportunities never hit that database. They happen from the networking and discussions that you have with the clients as well as your teaming partners and those folks. So if you're doing the right things, all of this stuff starts to work together and you just ratchet it up as you want to grow and you onboard more employees as you want to grow and it just works very smoothly. So handful of fundamental things, start with one or two of the things I was talking about. If you run into any challenges, you know how to reach me. We can have a great discussion about this. Reach out, set up a, a coaching session with me and we'll walk through some stuff. I'll point you in the right direction. Please reach out. Happy to help you. See you next time. Thanks for listening to Game Changers for Government Contractors. For a full list of episodes and other resources, be sure and check us out on the web at www.rsmfederal.com slash gamechangers.